1: This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.
0: Buckle up and start your engines. This is You Auto Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Auto Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. All right,
2: folks. Hey, welcome you to You Auto Know right here on FM 961. AM 1170, The Answer. This hour is brought to you by... Southwest point of sale. If you got a business that's got cash registers and cashiers and you're having problem keeping them in keeping them busy or keeping them on the job, well, Southwest has a self checkout system that might fit your needs. Give them a call at one eight hundred five four oh two one four nine. They'll come to your location, take a look, and if their system fits your system, they'll sign you up. You'll have seven day a week, twenty four hour day service and uh, they can take a lot of worries away from your job. Southwest Point of Sale, one 800 Also, hot rods and custom stuff. If you're looking to get a hot rod, maybe you're going to build one or you have one that needs to be worked on, hot rods and custom stuff have been doing this since 1964. 2324 Auto Parkway, go check them out. Randy will take good care of you. Hey, I did an interview on the 2022 Mazda MX-30 All-Electric. I didn't know a whole lot about it, so I figured I'd call the expert. And I talked to Aaron Dembla. He's a project manager, project strategy and planning for Mazda. Take a listen. All
0: right, folks. Well,
2: hey, you know what? I got a vehicle the other day, a 2022 Mazda MX-30, but it's a full 100% electric. And I was very excited that Mazda has entered into this uh, arena, along with a few other car manufacturers. So I reached out, and Aaron uh, Dembla, he's the Project Manager, Product Strategy and Planning for Mazda North America, was kind enough to sit and chat with us about the MX-30. So welcome to the show, Aaron.
0: Thank you for having me, Dave. It's my pleasure being here.
2: So... Tell me about the car. What what was what was Mazda's thought pattern uh, before they put this car on the uh, drawing board?
3: Well,
0: I mean, it's really about unveiling a Mazda, and we know the future is going electric. And you look at a lot of the new electric cars coming out there; they're essentially battery on wheels. And Mazda wanted to take a different philosophy and fundamentally build a Mazda first that happens to be an electric vehicle. And that's kind of what we take pride in, um, in all our vehicles that we want to execute our known DNA values of design, the wonderful craftsmanship, the joyous driving experience, all in this beautiful packaged vehicle that happens to be an electric vehicle. Exactly.
2: And, and, and I think, you know, that the styling of this car is unique. The suicide doors are unique. You need to go talk to Lincoln. They said you couldn't do that, but that's another story. So what is the goal? Who is your market? Who, who do you want to buy this car? Is it the, the the family that lives in a community and use it strictly for that? Who are you looking at?
0: Obviously, we're looking at anyone that wants to enter the electric space. Um, This is a great vehicle so far for our Mazda enthusiasts and loyal customers that want to go electric and that understand our values. So we've been seeing a lot of loyal Mazda customers get in there. But on the other side, we're also seeing first-time electric buyers coming into this vehicle and space as well. And if you look at the landscape right now, There are a lot of really nice electric vehicles out there, but the price points for them are astronomical. You're almost talking about six figures for some of them now. And we wanted to make an electric vehicle that was really accessible for everyone. And you still don't have to compromise on the vehicle itself um, just because you're going electric. So we really made it something that was accessible from a price point, but in more of a really no compromise and giving up what a vehicle should be to go electric as well
2: absolutely and the price point is is amazing you know 33 470 uh but this is also leasable as well correct it is correct see now that's what i'm telling everybody because people ask me all the time what do i do what go lease the mx30 uh, electric for two three years and then at the end of that you know technologies there's going to be a lot of improvements and you can roll out of that one and roll into another one but you know to me i i think all electric vehicles should be leased to take that you know that that high price off the table and give that consumer the ability to learn to live with the electric vehicle because it's not range it's terrain it's where do you live i mean if you live in san francisco and you're going up and down the hills on a daily basis, you know, you got to know that. You, and you got to also know about powering up your house so you can use a 220. I, I did use the 110, and I was very impressed. I mean, I had my – I mean, I charged it up. I plugged it in, at like, I don't know, 5 o'clock at night on 110. And the next morning, I was golden. I was good. And I've got a 220 level, too. But I was—I just wanted to try that out because there's a lot of people out there that are not going to have the opportunity to go 220, and, the, and your competition—some of those are 20 hours, 30 hours, which is is not doable. So hats off to that. I don't know if you made you did that concentrated, but that was a great—that was a great benefit. I felt.
0: No, I mean that's that's definitely one of the things we kind of touched on and. Um, when we look at this vehicle, we went with an approach of really doing kind of a right size battery for the right size vehicle. Um, right. You can slap on a big battery on the vehicle, but will the consumer actually use it? Charging it? Is it really accessible? Is it something that can be sustained? And we know um, that the way that the environment is going and everything, there's going to be a lot of mining for batteries and everything, and we're going to be – kind of stretched on resources. So we wanted to be more eco-conscious on our deployment by really adhering to an appropriate size battery that meets pretty much 90% of consumers' uh, driving habits. And if you do come across a situation where you do really need to go long-range, cross-country road, um, cross road trips or whatnot, we have launched a great program with the purchase of an MX-30. So with our Mazda Elite Access Loaner Program, any Mazda customer that purchases a brand-new MX-30 or leases gets access to any of our other Mazda vehicles for 10 days a year free for the first three years of ownership. So your daily commuter car is your MX-30. Okay, I want to take the kids to Yosemite. You can get a CX-9 for that um, with that program and do a road trip in the CX-9. So really we're looking for the customer and meet, adhering to their everyday needs and then some more.
2: Now you're not going to believe me, but I just got goosebumps because nobody—I I mean, tech, you know—manufacturers don't think that way, and I think just by having that opportunity will take all of the all of that anxiety away. That is such a great program. Uh, it, that's just a great program. I just—you I, kind of caught me. You caught me off off target there, son. That was good. That's a good one. <laughs>
0: that. No, it's, it's been doing very well and kind of just to give you some, like, insight from customer benefits, we had um, a loyal customer who drives a CX-9. She traded in her car for an MX-30 because she said, there's no point looking around a big vehicle and yeah. when I'm not really needing it most of the time, but this program you have with it, whenever I do need the big vehicle, I have access to one.
2: That is such an intelligent yeah. way to look at it. And I think that's the key to getting people into electric cars, knowing that if they do say they want to go to Disney World or what have you, they know they can't go in the electric car, and they don't want to go rent a car at, you know, $30, 40 50 $60 a day. No, no. Heck, that that part right there is probably the best part of this whole interview, other than the fact that the MX-30 is a, it's a, I like it, it's a great car to drive, and, it's got, you know, it doesn't, you know, give you, a, you know, neck snapping uh, acceleration because you don't need it. You know, it gives you a good drive. Uh, the transmission is well mated to that to that powertrain. Uh, the charging, like I said, you know, it's an overnight deal. You don't have to worry about it. Uh, you, uh, it no, it's 98 city, 85 highway. I mean, what? what I mean, really, what more can you ask? And then, All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. Hope you enjoyed that interview. This is the You Auto Know show on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by San Diego Propane. If you live out in East County, you can't beat Dave and his family as far as propane services go. Man, I tell you, he only does East County, but if you're out there, you do need to give him a call at 619-460-1705 or just go to st-propane.com. Tell them I sent you for a pretty nice little discount. Also, Express Auto Service, 7633 Alcone Boulevard. They work, work on all my cars. So if you're looking for a good, honest family operation, you can't beat uh, Express Auto Service. Go to ExpressAutoService, lamesa.com. Well, we got Kristen Barclay back in the saddle again. This time she's cruising in a Lexus UX 250 HF Sport. What a title.
1: <laughs> it's a mouthful, right? I know it must go around the car. What two, three times? <laughs> uh, I'm I'm saying yeah, because it's not like it's a, a huge vehicle. This is yeah. the uh, compact crossover SUV <laughs> for Lexus, which you know actually I I think that this you know you I see how it it is a crossover SUV, right? But it also just kind of looks like a hatch, mm-hmm. um, especially like if you're looking at it from the rear, just because its its size. Well, it's not a hot hatch by any means. Um, because it's not really, like, fast or sporty.
3: Um,
1: it's not slow, either. So, um, you know, it's just, it just kind of sits right there in the, in the sweet spot. Um, the uh, You can get into one, not the hybrid, but you can get into a Lexus UX 200 at, like, $33,000. Getting the hybrid it gets a little more expensive, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's important for people to remember that while the initial cost is a little more, you're saving at the fuel pump. You're not stopping as much because you're getting around 43, 41 miles per gallon in this. So um, mine was the S4 Luxury, so I was at 44495 mm-hmm. But you're probably going to save or make all that back, uh, um, you know, just, just depending on how often you're using it, that kind of thing. Right. I think this vehicle slots in for, like, the young professional, um, maybe, like, the new college grad. Mm-hmm. Um, even for a couple that doesn't have kids yet, especially one that kind of lives – you know, like for us, for example, we live um, we live outside DFW. I'm 30 minutes from the airport. I'm about 30 minutes from downtown. That's 30 minutes as the crow flies. That's not 30 minutes real life, right? I mean, you and I both know that uh, uh, traffic, you know, accidents, uh, weather, whatever. Um, so typically on an average day, let's say I'm going to go down to downtown Dallas. On an average day, I'm probably going to spend 45 minutes to an hour getting there.
3: Exactly.
1: Uh, maybe a little longer actually getting my destination because now I got you know, I'm downtown. Now I gotta circle looking for a parking spot. Now when you're in the UX, the size is really good as far as maneuverability. The the steering radius is awesome. So you kind of have your picket of the litter if you can find an open parking spot. It's not right. like you're parking a an escalade or an LX or whatever. Um, but the thing is, I mean that's still you're still burning gas because you're in stop and go traffic while you're circling around looking for a spot. So again, size comes in handy when you're looking at this um three trim levels to choose from so they make it pretty easy you can get a base an f-sport or luxury mine was the luxury with the f-sport package so again kind of the reason for, for pumping up that price tag uh two liter four cylinder paired to the hybrid system 181 horsepower you know like i said it's not fast off the pedal but it's not like it's slow either um for the size it has ample horsepower and this is not the vehicle that you're taking to the tracks not the vehicle that you're uh you're not revving your engine at the traffic light, uh, that kind of thing. But um, I will say, I was in the color called, I think they called it Redline. I don't know if you're familiar with that color at all.
2: Yeah, I like that
1: color, um, actually. Yeah, it really stands out. It is a super bright red, and I thought it was interesting. Hit a hit a drive-thru while we were in it. and a young guys, I'd say he's in his 20s, and he's just like, Staring at the car, you know, and we're kind of looking at the guy, like, well, we're going to get our food or, you know, what's going on? He goes, Oh, yeah. I really like that red. And, you know, at this point, he's almost poking his head into our car, trying to check out the interior as well. (laughs) Uh, You know, I'm kind of like, All right, guy, you know, kind of back up a little bit. Like, I'm happy to show you the car, but, you know, maybe not your head out of the drive-through window into my window. That's that's not really going to work. But, um, uh, he was, he was checking out the fact that it had the S4 and he was like, Hey, he's like, that's got like uh special wheels and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, it's got the 18 the inch wheels on it and everything. And he's like, yeah, he cause the bumpers are a little different too. And I'm like thinking like, why is this guy working at, you know, fast food restaurant? This guy should be in the car business.
2: <laughs> yeah. I know wow. he should be a car salesman. You should have showed him how right? quick that window goes up that power window. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I still wanted my food. I wanted oh, you know, to. I wanted hot food that was uh, the way that we ordered it, but uh but yeah you know i the, the i would definitely if I was looking at this size vehicle, I would definitely go with the hybrid um i i don't know about the f, f sport uh per se thing is Lexus still hasn't i they've got the luxury right they've got the they do a lot with the interior to make it comfortable and to make it really cool with attention to detail, but they cannot in my opinion, get the freaking infotainment system right. Mm. Um, I'll give you an example. We're in the news business. So nine times out of ten, Marlon and I go somewhere during the day. We have a news station on because we need to cover breaking news. Of course. If we're away from our computer, we've got a news station on. Well, we're driving around listening to the music because anytime you're in a Lexus, they have great sound systems. So a lot of times I'm like, ah, listen to music. You know, something happens. It's going to come through to my phone. We'll tune it. Well, I don't recall what it was, but something happened that was breaking news that was really important. David it took me 15 minutes to figure out how to get the infotainment system to go to the station I needed to go to. <laughs> I mean, by the time I got it there, like, the news was over with. And, right. I'm, you know, I had pulled over to fool with it, but I kept wanting to touch the touchscreen. Like, here, let me just touch this thing and go where I need to go. And you can't. you got to use their little trackpad. Right. And, uh, you know, so that's that's kind of my one drawback. Um, you know, we've talked about it before where, like, you eventually get used to it. I think even if you get used to it, it's still not as fast as some of them could be. And I don't understand why they don't just fix it, because it seems to be auto journalists' like number one nitpicky thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I digress. That's well, but, you know, I,
2: I, I have to agree with you. For the amount of money you're paying for these new cars, you know, it should be an easy transition. Uh, I have to tell you, I have a, a Volvo uh, V90 wagon.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: No XM and no AM. Really? I've got NPR, I've got Spotify, and I've got radio. And those are my only choices. And now, I okay. spent, I don't know how much. So I looked up, I got the Monroney out. Sure enough, something high-tech F- FM, but nothing else.
1: So a lot of manufacturers, and I don't think Lexus is one of them yet, but I'm not sure about Volvo, but I know luxury auto ma- uh, manufacturers are starting to go to, like, a subscription-based, yeah. where, like, to have even access to some of these, even have access to, like, your remote start, it's subscription-based for some of these. Is that the case with this,
2: or do you know? I know. I'm still, I'm still working on it, because, I mean, because I mean, I'm like you. You know, I like to stay, I mean, I like, I like to be able to move around. I mean, it's got knobs for volume and station. It's got all that. But I was just totally, and this is the first Volvo I've gotten that only had FM. I just totally, and I didn't know if you had gotten into one, but yeah, that was totally strange. But anyway,
1: we digress. Well, not a way, but you know what, here's the thing, right? This kind of goes back to to Lexus and Volvo and any manufacturer. A lot of these vehicles now, to truly unlock all the options that they have, you need to download their app. You have to have their app on their phone. Now, I don't know about you, but I have too many apps on my phone as it is because my kids are always downloading stuff. So I don't typically download that app while I have that vehicle. Um, I I manage social media for a couple people in the the auto business doing what we do, auto journalists. And the other day we were talking about something and somebody said, well, nobody uses XM radio anymore. And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, oh, you know, we just use CarPlay. I disagree with that because I'm a huge football fan. We're playoff yeah. season right now. Now, yeah. I'm more college than NFL, but when you want the game, yeah. you know, I know when I'm in my XM radio, I can tune to whatever channel, and yep. I've got my ESPN, right? Yeah,
2: I'm right there with you, girl.
1: Who wants 20 apps to have? You know, because their argument is, oh, there's an app for that. Well, I don't want another app.
2: <laughs> I really don't. So, I don't even care uh, if it's right? free. I don't even care if it's free. I don't want it.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So, well, I told you that story.
2: Yeah. I told you the story. I, had, I can't think of her name, but she's a rep for uh, Infinity uh, Sound. And I won that Bluetooth speaker. And I go, well, what do I do with this? She goes, oh, it's for your phone. This is my phone? I said, I don't want a big old honking speaker, I mean, for my phone. She goes, no, no, no. It's for all the music on your phone. So I don't have any music on my phone, Mike. I got a stereo at home. I got a radio in my car. Why would I put music on my phone? And she looked at me like I was crazy, but I, I don't have music on my phone. I just, plus a, it'll run your battery down. Nah, I'm not, I'm not.
1: Afraid. I know. So I don't either. I don't either. But now that, you know, we've been trying to spend more time outside with the family and kind of like unplug. Yeah. So we'll sit out around the fire pit. My daughter will bring her phone. We've got a Bluetooth speaker that we won from Hyundai, and she'll use her Spotify app with the phone nice. and say, you know, play family-friendly beach list, and we can listen to music while we roast s'mores. So yeah. I, I don't want it, but the young people want uh, it, and those well, are the people that are eventually buying the cars.
2: Uh, no offense, Kristen, but uh, the manufacturer is not building cars for you and I anymore.
1: That's that's exactly what I'm saying. That UX to me, I think that that is a prime example of Target Lexus is targeting yeah. the younger gen- generation, and that's what's catching their eye.
2: Yeah, and you can't you can't beat them for it. I mean, it, I mean, y- I mean, what are you going to say? I mean, it, it is what because I mean, let's face it: the car manufacturers spend enough money on marketing and, and talking to people, then you can shake a stick at. So, I mean, they just don't nilly willy put something on a car just because they think it's cool they've done their research they've done their homework they know what colors we like they know what we how they got the cvt through is beyond me but i mean but i I get it i i get it not that i like it but i
3: get it it.
1: so think about it a young person comes in they buy the ux right Thirty three thousand. they don't buy the hybrid they don't get the sport they buy it for thirty three thousand. they love it because they've got the status they've got the luxury brand Yep. Okay, a couple of years go by, they have kids, and next thing you know, they're moving up to a four fifty, or maybe they move all the way up to the LX. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's a winning formula. I know, I, I
2: get it. I, like, but like I said, so I I bite my lip. You know, I usually you know don't say anything if it's something that I don't like. Or this is I wasn't even going to say anything about the Volvo, but I just had to. I mean, I just had to because I mean, I really like that that V ninety. It's a station wagon, which I like. That nobody else seems to like. It's low. It's easy to get in and out of. Tons of storage space. It drives really, really well. Now, this one was a hybrid as well, and I'm getting sixty two point eight miles per gallon. And in California, wow. in wow. California, dude, we're we're at five dollars a gallon. I'm thrilled.
1: Well, and that's a wagon, and you seat what? What, what will that seat seven?
2: Uh, yeah. Well, this would no. I think so this is only a five. I think this is only a five. I don't, don't think you have it. Had a, okay.
1: Yeah. Still, but still, still incredible. Here's the thing that here's the point about this. Whether you're buying a Lexus, a Volvo, a Kia, I don't care what you're buying. The Monronies are not what they used to be. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, car standard features and optional features and whatever you need to go look because you know what. You might test drive that thing for that little 10-minute test drive uh, and not realize that, hey, I can't get XM, and maybe you're not someone that uses right. Apple CarPlay. Man. And so three months down the road, that's going to be the one thing where you're like, you know what, I don't like this anymore. I'm going to go trade it. Don't do that. No. Do your Read homework. Options.
2: Do your homework.
1: Exactly. That's and I don't what know. we're saying. And
2: one more thing before we step on Brian's toes. They're marking cars up out here in California, and they're not budging. Not one Same thing.
1: you it's getting to the point where I know people who are flying or driving out of state miles away, or they're just ordering. They're yeah. ordering brand new from the dealership, waiting yeah. a couple months and getting what they want without markup. Yeah.
2: So. makes me crazy. Hey, kid, how do people follow you around?
1: Uh, ZanimomNTX on Twitter, FocusDealingNews.com, or Facebook.com backslash YAKRadio. Have a great week. I'll talk to you next week. Look forward
2: to it right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. answer All right, folks, welcome back. This is You Want to Know FM 961AM 1170, The Answer. segment brought to you by John's Automotive Care. Two locations, but just go to John's with an S, San Diego Autorepair.com. This location is at 6267 Riverdale. This is his original location Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, AAA approved. Can't get any better than that. Plus, John is a super great guy. Hey, we got Brian armstead on the line and he's rolling in an f two fifty and whose house are you pulling <laughs>
3: You remember the uh what was the movie where um i think it was like a Beverly Hills cop movie or a Rambo movie or something where uh they got in it there was a house in california uh, where they oh no it was a Bruce Willis flick where they pulled um that i can't remember that what house, it, was. Pulled, it was a house in,
2: it was a house in l a And it was Mel Gibson and uh, Mel Gibson, Danny Glover and
3: Danny Danny Glover, and they they tore that house off the (laughs) hill with the F two with the F two fifty. So you know, hardcore, I can can come back out there and yank a few more off the California (laughs) hilltops. Oh my god!
2: And you know those things are those are priceless. I don't know if you heard me talking to Kristen about markup, local dealers in town. Ten thousand dollar markup puts that truck over ninety, and they're not budging.
3: Not budging at all, man. And uh, you know it's really unfortunate because it's already a very expensive vehicle. I'm in an F two fifty. Larry, lariat Super Duty day, and the uh, MSRP is fifty two seven thirty. That's before the uh, sixteen ninety five destination charge. So you got a few uh, key options here. You got the six point seven liter power stroke VA diesel. Gets great fuel economy, by the way. Yeah. That's ten thousand four ninety five. You got power running boards, nine ninety five. Uh spray and bed liner five ninety five. The Lariat package thirty four ninety five. Comes out to a whopping oh in the tremor uh, trim um, it's got, it's got a $1,440 save, fourteen hundred forty dollars save eleven forty savings on the on the tremor package trim for some reason, which is good, which yeah. is good to save money. For seventy five grand out the door.
2: Yeah. I and mean, did you add, know, then you truck. add ten to it. That's eighty five thousand before tax and license.
3: That's a lot of money, Dave. And Phew. you know, I love this truck, but it's not a truck I'd want to drive oh. every day because it is just massive. I mean, I'm six nine and I feel like I'm climbing uh, Jacob's ladder every time I get up in this bad boy. You know, my girlfriend is five foot two and you have to you know, throw her get, in. I got I got I gotta get her uh, you know, one of those rescue helicopters and, and hoist her up into the seat, man. I mean
2: it's like, you know No, no, no. You open the door, stand back, grab her and just throw her she'll go right in that beautiful
3: luxury a sling, interior. A little, a little slingshot action. Oh, and speaking of the interior, Dave, you're right. This is oh. extremely well laid out. Oh. I mean, you can't. You know, the the engine is running. We're in Bluetooth. I'm sitting in the car. You don't even know it, it's beside me. It's quiet. Yeah. And I love the fact that you know I've got my my MacBook laptop is plugged into the uh, 115 volt outlet on the right, on the passenger side, it's right next to a 12 volt outlet. Yeah. Uh, in front of me is where it's most impressive day because you can just start flipping through the uh, through the center console, a uh, screen. You can just keep on flipping and you'll never be disappointed. But right now, I'm looking at an off-road view that shows uh, inclination, um, degrees of uh, tilt, uh, departure angles, approach angles, all kinds of good stuff. I've got a full complement of gauges. I've got an oil temperature gauge. I've got a Vehicle temperature gauge, which hasn't budged, it's, it's just slightly turning blue. We're in here freezing because it's three daggone degrees over here. What? It's thirty-seven, but it's just, no, no, no. I'm just teasing. It's thirty-seven degrees right now, but it's just—it's a cold thirty-seven. We've had a really harsh winter as Maryland winters go. Uh, but most remarkably, I'm at a half, a nearly a half tank of gas and it still shows that I have 393 miles to empty, but that could be because I have dual fuel tanks. I haven't figured that part out yet. <laughs> so I could be looking at 100 dollars for a fill-up on this uh, gigantic turbocharged. Uh, and, then, and the last gauge I see is the turbo boost gauge, which goes up to 40 PSI. Oh. This thing really holds but it's got a 4,000 RPM red line. You put your foot in it, and it's just a torque monster. Yeah. It's just all about the torque. Dave, I was at the Ford.com website, and the only car that Ford makes these days is the Mustang. So yep. if you go to the Ford, uh, to the truck page, you got Maverick, Ranger, F 150, F 150 Lightning, and then you've got Super Duty. Right. You go to the Super Duty page, and you've got a whole host of yes. Super Duties from the F 250. To the F450. Yep. If you want commercial grade vehicles, you can go 550, 650, 750. They got any kind of 50 you want as long as you're paying the money, dude. Oh, boy. Uh, and,
2: and they'll do the job, let me tell you. And if you get in trouble it, in that truck, it's because you don't know how to drive, because it'll keep you out well, of trouble. I mean,
3: well, you know, that's interesting that you said that because we've had a little snow here. And you know most pickup trucks, including this one, are a little light in the uh, in the bootay, if you will, when it comes when it comes to, <laughs> it comes to uh, performance on ice covered or snow covered roads. I mean, you know it's a seven foot bed behind me, Dave, and it's just no there's no meat in that bed. And so you know if I were to if I were the owner of this truck, I would go get maybe four or five hundred pounds of ballast yeah. to get over that rear axle yeah. because we hit a couple of spots last night. And the uh, the F two hundred and fifty did a little um, you know soul train dance coming around the corner. Now my my Lexus on the other hand my F, my LX five seventy which is basically a luxury Land Cruiser Toyota Land Cruiser uh-huh. uh, it does it's a sixty six hundred pound vehicle that where the weight is kind of equally distributed right. from all four corners so you don't get you don't get that kind of you know achy breaky heart dance every right. time you go around the corner. Right. But um I mean. You know, uh, Dave, I mean, if there's a reason why the F-Series, the F-150, all the F-Series trucks are perennial sales leaders. How many years straight now? 40 years? I mean, I, I don't know the exact number. But it's it's been forever that Chevrolet, the Silverado, and the GMC uh, variants and the Ram, which is, you know, sadly gaining ground but still can't knock the big boy off of its pedestal. There's a reason this truck. Right. it's the best selling vehicle in North America every year because it just does everything right yeah all kinds of tie downs all kinds of luxury accoutrements you've got the microsoft uh um uh, connect system here it does everything you needed to do uh heated seats dual zone climate control in the back i folded up i i folded the rear seat up it's got nice uh drainage mats on the floor i put uh He's bicycle in the back, took lumber over to her house, strapped it down. It was nice and secure. Didn't have to worry about it flying forward in case of an accident. Right. It's got a power center rear window back there. Um, you got all kinds of cameras that you can order with. But not GM level of cameras because they've got cameras that actually look inside of your trailer. Right. show you your, you know, your Maserati uh, uh, a uh, boat tail is uh
0: you
3: know <laughs> the alpha boat tail is uh is doing inside the trailer. But I mean this thing is, is super duty for a reason because it's super capable. Yeah. I love driving it. But again on small roads that I, I live in a neighborhood where there are a lot of small two lane roads. It's intimidating when a school bus or another truck that's of similar size or the UPS man or the Amazon delivery woman or whoever is coming at you. You know, this is not a vehicle that you can get on the phone and start goofing off or you send it. No. You shouldn't do that anyway, but you strongly are discouraged to do it in a vehicle this big because, you know, with the wide tires and the wide track, if you wander even an inch or two, it could be a very difficult situation for you or somebody that you're approaching. Yeah.
2: Can you imagine so, um, duallys? Can
3: you imagine having duallys on that thing? The vehicles, respect the capabilities. But understand that when you get behind the wheel, this is a two hands, all hands on deck yeah. type of uh, maneuvering uh, situation here. And I love uh, holding my my lady's hand. Can't do it because uh, no. first of all, she's about eight feet away from me because this thing's about eight feet wide. Uh, but second of all, I mean, I just it's just you need to focus your attention on this vehicle. It's tall. It's massive. It's huge. It's powerful. It'll do it'll do anything you need to do. An incredible towing capability, ten-speed automatic transmission—it just does everything right. But, but Dave, hey, this is um, this is one that you know you got to kind of really take your take your time and and get on down the road.
2: Well, you got to really need that truck. You really, really, really have to need it. Don't you agree?
3: Can you hear me, Dave?
2: Yeah, but I think you're having a hard time hearing me.
0: Send a message every time there's
2: an announcement that weapons are being sent to Ukraine. Putin has to say, Do I really want to do this? And I hope that he How'd that happen? That truck's smarter than you. Hey, Dave? Yes, sir.
3: Dave, Dave, Dave. Dave. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. yes. Sorry. Uh, for some reason, my car switched to my Bluetooth, to my iPod earbuds. <laughs> I'm like, okay, and then I'm listening to WTOP, yeah, uh, so I apologize. No, that's okay. I apologize for that. Well,
2: now, that's not a so, dually. So, let, You're not just, even in a dually, right?
3: I'm not in a dually.
2: Can I'm you dually imagine Can you imagine maneuvering up and down your streets if that was a dually?
3: Oh, my goodness. I so, know. You know I, I, it's, it's just. And I accidentally parked the uh, vehicle slightly canted towards the uh, middle of the street last night. I was just tired when I got home. Sure. And I'm like, oh, well, at least to keep the crazy people from driving 50 miles an hour yeah. down a 25 mile yeah. street, 25 mile an hour yeah. street. But yeah, it's 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 a big boy. But you know what? You it's a truck. It's a truck. When it's
2: you Google truck, truck real truck, that's coming up. No, I mean I don't. I you mean know, Ford, Chevy, God bless them. They're all trying Dodge, I mean not Ford, but Dodge and. Ram and sh- they're all trying, but when you think truck,
3: you're sitting in it. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I like them all, but I, I agree with you. Yeah. And uh, you know, when you when you start going up into the uh, Super Duty range, it oh. really gets uh, super super impressive. You know, Dave, a few years ago at a at the uh, Detroit Auto Show, the North American International Auto Show, when it was really a, a really pertinent show, and everybody showed up, right. And Ford would have a two story huge display. They had an F-150 and an F-250 bare chassis uh, ladder frame with all the components that go into the construction of the ladder frame and all mm-hmm. the components that are attached to the ladder frame. Then you start to understand why these vehicles cost so much. Right, It's not just an engine strapped to a mm-hmm. chassis, to a unibody chassis, with a drive shaft that goes to a rear differential. Mm-hmm. You've got ladder frame construction to support all the weight. And to support the towing capabilities, you've got uh, fuel, uh, diesel filters, and and all kinds of technology under the truck, in the uh, in the frame rails, and you literally could drive down the street with no body on the car because, as you know, a body-on-frame car is a self-contained unit. So, um, you know, if you didn't want to add a body and you just wanted to strap a steering wheel on and add a few rudimentary gauges. If it were legal, you could go down the street like sure. that. Add a seat, of course, some seatbelt. But, I mean, there's a reason why body-on-frame construction makes a real truck. Now, I have I have some friends of mine who drive Lexus uh, RX350s, nice little crossover. Then they say, oh, yeah, I'm going to jump in my truck and uh, go this place to that place. I'm like, well, what truck are you talking about, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, you got to be kidding. Yeah. You know, Lexus RX350 is not a truck. So, um, you know, it's... It, Sport utilities pickups all the rage. A lot of people buy them because they want to look impressive. But most people get into the super duty range because they're towing horses, or they're towing a trailer, mm-hmm. or they need to. They need the towing capability or the payload capability that these vehicles offer, which is just immense. I can't say enough good things about um, about this uh, Ford F250. I love the F150 and F250 series. This Lariat Super Duty is a buy. Just remember, if you're on snow-packed roads, get your um, get your ballast in the back to That's keep it. you know keep that Aki Brake Reaction from uh, from getting out of control.
2: Well, and I'll tell Steve, you, uh, I'll tell you how crazy yeah. Ford owners are, truck owners. I got a buddy of mine. He's got a 2000 F250 tows a Dragster. He just put 14 grand in the motor with a smile. No yeah. no qualms. He says, Hey, I can't replace it. And I'll never get rid of yeah, this truck. Yeah. He says, I love this truck. This truck does every single thing I want it to do. So, I yeah. mean.
3: So the, the, D, the diesel variants have had a few issues. Oh, yeah, uh, my, my neighbor has an F-250 uh, diesel, and he dropped a rod in his. So, uh, that was like a, like you said, about a $14,000 right. repair job. But he's right. like, yeah, what am I, I going to do?
2: His was a diesel, so, uh, too. His was a diesel, too. and uh, But but you know what? He 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 stepped to the plate. He put the money in it. And uh, he has no no qualms, so it's yep. a good Ford owner. All yeah, right, buddy. Go. Well, hey, next okay, time you Dave. get into a slippery road, have your have that lovely lady sitting next to you get in the driver's seat. You just go get in the back of the bed. Come on.
3: Oh, that's cold blooded. Like I weigh four hundred pounds. That's just that's just really. Foul, I, Dave, I, I can call, see you. Man.
2: I can see the that's ice. Foul, I can see the can ice icicles. I can, can see the
3: icicles hanging off of Sasquatch's head. The ice pickles just hanging off of Sasquatch's head. It's okay, so honey.
2: Funny, well we got twenty more miles. It's okay. Just,
3: just because just because your Rams are beating up on my buccaneers right now. Uh-oh. Don't get cute on me, man. Dude. Yeah. Okay. Isn't it I know, I'm watching it.
2: <laughs> what is up with those guys? What's up with those
3: guys? I know, well Tom Brady, go go get your go get your head out to the passage, bro. Yeah, they're
2: already here. talking about it. They're alright, oh, yeah, this has yeah.
3: gotta be the last yeah. game. He's done. Yeah. Yeah. So go join Roethlisberger and Rogers at the old folks home. There you yeah, go. Uh, you know, next to next to Marino and, yeah. and all those yeah, other guys. All those other yeah. guys
2: or be a commentator or do something. All there right, buddy. Go.
3: There you go. All right. all right. Hey hey, Chris, thanks for the board work and um I'm not sure I'll be back next week, Dave, but I'll certainly let you know during the week and sure. it's so it'll be something new and exciting.
2: I look forward to it. Take care, buddy. Okay, thank you. Okay. All right, you. we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to You Ought to Know right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to You Ought to Know, FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by Convoy Auto Service. Convoy Auto Service is another NAPA Auto Care ASC certified shop right there up on Convoy Court, or actually Convoy Street, 3909. They do an absolute phenomenal job, AAA, Napa Auto Care, ASC Certified. Do you see a trend here, folks? If you're going to get your car worked on, you want uh, it worked on by somebody that's going to give you a nationwide warranty, and that's so, so important. Also, bumper dock, Kearney Mason, for scratches, dings, and dents. It's truly the body shop alternative. Uh, you may take a run in there when you're doing estimates. And if your insurance company's authorize authorized repair, guess what? You can take it anywhere you want. And if you want to use Bumper Dock, they're phenomenal people. That's Bumper Dock, Kearney Mesa. Go to KearneyMesaBumperDock.com. All right. Well, I was in the Maverick uh, last week, and I was really interested to see what this little truck was going to be about. I'd been in the, the Hyundai Santa Cruz. I'd been in the Honda Ridgeline. And basically, they're the same concept. Uh, it has a lot to do with, you know, unibody construction, which means it's not a frame-on uh, construction. It's 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 more of a, you know, the suspension's attached to it, and the body is part of the of the suspension. Front-wheel drive, uh, smaller bed than you would normally see on a big truck. Low 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 profile. The roof line's pretty low. I really like. I I, I like the truck. Now, it's got to be for what you're looking for. I mean, if you're looking to tow a 40-foot trailer, no, this isn't the rig for you. I got uh, a very good gas mileage. I got like 41.9, believe it or not. Now, mine was it had a 2,000-pound tow capacity. You can bump up to the Lariat that has the turbocharged 2-liter, and that'll get you 4,000 pounds towing. But the entry level rig I was driving, I mean, you could start out as low as nineteen nine ninety five. Mine was, I had the XLT, so it was twenty two three sixty, which was perfect. Mine tested out at twenty four nine ninety five, real pretty velocity blue, uh, CBT transmission. That's another one, but it's got all the safety. It's got Ford's uh, uh, Pilot three sixty. It's got uh the auto headlights on and off, locking tailgate, under back seat storage, Apple CarPlay, rear camera. Now this if it looks if it looks a little familiar, they've taken the same actually they've taken the Ford Escape which I'm driving right now and they put the Bronco Sport and the Maverick body on these on this unibody chassis. Makes perfectly good sense to me. I mean, it really, really does because it gives you everything you need in a truck except it's just not big. It's not huge. It's not hard to park. You can take it anywhere. Like I said, it's got a great sound system, and it really was just a joy to drive. Um, every time people have looked at it and you think, "Well, what about a rain? What about a Ranger?" Well, you put it next to a Ranger and it's big. I mean, the Ranger's bigger than the than the Maverick. And then of course the F-150 is bigger than the Ranger. So it's a perfect entry level truck. First time homeowner. Just need a little kick around truck to go to the big box stores. You know, that's that's what this that's what this thing's all about. Uh camping, you know, throw your dirt bike in the back, drop the tailgate, you know, and it's got this one had a sprayed in bed liner, lots of attachments to tie all your stuff down. Uh, it's, it's, it it pretty much marks all the boxes for an entry level. And then, like I said, if you want to bump up to the two liter turbo, then, you know, so be it, that'd be your, that would be your lariat. Uh, they're still not coming to the dealerships as quickly as I would like to see them come to the dealerships. But the fact of the matter is slowly, but surely my recommendation is to order them, you know, just go to your Ford, uh, dot com, you can pretty much build it any way you like. And then once you've. You know, you could even do a payment, uh, calculator and it'll tell you whether or not, uh, it'll tell you whether or not your, you know, your payments fit within your lifestyle. Uh, you can add take away things on the vehicle. So, you know, it's, but, but the biggest thing is the drive. I, I just thought it just drove very, very well. I had absolutely, I mean, there wasn't really anything about this truck that I, I didn't like, uh, now granted, um, uh, you know, it's got Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. I'm not a fan, but that has nothing to do with the truck. I mean, that's what 99% of the people out there are looking for. Uh, but I, I liked it. It, it. it handled well. It parked well. Had a good turning radius. I didn't have any issues, you know, when I did go to, uh, you know, like the big box stores uh, as far as, you know, trying to find places to park. Uh, and and like I said, you could build this truck any way you like. They got tons of colors to choose from, uh, different interior uh, setups. Uh, can't remember if this one had a wireless charger or not. I drive so many cars, uh, but if I if you didn't have it on on the uh, the XLT, it'll definitely have it uh, on the Lariat. And the Lariat base is out at twenty five eight sixty. So I mean. I mean, there's trucks out there. You know, if you listen to Brian Armstead's review of the F 250, I mean, you know, you're almost up to $85,000 once it's all said and done. So, do you want to roll out at 24 or do you want to roll out at 85? You you tell me. Uh, Runs regular gas. You don't have to worry about, uh, you know, running premium fuel. Uh, So, that's the uh, 2022 Ford Maverick. Uh, you have to look at all three flavors, XL, XLT, and Lariat and see which one you like. Personally, if it was me and I was buying this truck, I'd go with the Lariat. I'd get it with everything it had on it. I mean, because if you put all that stuff on it bef- you know, now, the payments are not affected hardly at all. But if you were to put it on afterwards, then it gets a little pricey. So my, my recommendation is, and for resale value, believe it or not, You know, if you take good care of it, keep it clean, keep it covered. Don't let it sit out in the sun. You know, five, ten years, you can go ahead and unload it and actually probably make money on it. And then, of course, there's always leasing. A lot of people don't like to lease. I'm a big fan of leasing. I think leasing is absolutely, absolutely the way to go. All right. Well, hey, guess who we got in the house? Believe it or not, Dirt Dude. We tied him up and drug him in. He must have ran out of shelves on his toolbox. We'll be right back with Racer Radio right here on FM 961 AM eleven seventy. The answer.